Welcome to this week's DigiTalk podcast. Part one covers intelligent automation, security, and data centers. And part two brings you a small selection of end user success stories. We also have a DigiTalk special on the news that IBM has acquired Red Hat. We start with the news that McAfee has released its cloud adoption and risk report, which analyzed billions of events in anonymized customers' production cloud use to assess the current state of cloud deployments and to uncover risks. The report reveals that nearly a quarter of the data in the cloud can be categorized as sensitive, putting an organization at risk if stolen or leaked. Coupled with the fact that sharing sensitive data in the cloud has increased 53% year on year, those who do not adopt a cloud strategy that includes data loss protection, configuration audits and collaboration controls will endanger the security of their most valuable asset, data, while exposing themselves to increased risks of non-compliance with internal and external regulations. The study found that while organizations aggressively use the public cloud to create new digital experiences for their customers, the average enterprise experiences more than 2,200 misconfiguration incidents per month in their infrastructure as a service and platform as a service instances. Cloud service providers only cover the security of the cloud itself, not customer data or customer use of their infrastructure and platforms. Companies are always responsible for securing their data wherever it is, hence highlighting the need to deploy cloud security solutions that span the whole cloud spectrum, from software as a service to infrastructure as a service and platform as a service. Email software intelligence company Dynatrace has published the findings of an independent global survey of 800 CIOs, which reveals that nearly three quarters of IT leaders are concerned that Internet of Things performance problems could directly impact business operations and significantly damage revenues. This is mostly because 78% of CIOs said there is a risk that their organization will roll out IoT strategies without having a plan or solution in place to manage the performance of the complex cloud ecosystems that underpin IoT rollouts. In fact, 69% of CIOs predict that IoT will become a major performance management burden as they struggle to overcome the escalating complexity of their modern enterprise cloud environments. Businesses across every industry are eagerly exploring IoT's potential to engage new markets, drive new revenue and create stronger competitive advantage, says Dave Anderson, digital performance expert at Dynatrace. He continues, however, IoT ecosystems and delivery chains are intricate and boundless, which creates unprecedented frequency of change, size and complexity in the cloud environments in which they're built. Enterprises are already struggling to master cloud complexity, and now IoT substantially magnifies this challenge. United Utilities has become the first water company in the UK to introduce large-scale artificial intelligence into its operational systems. The company signed a framework agreement with Imagine, a Canadian technology firm, to roll out AI across its entire water network in the northwest of England. The deal follows on from a successful trial which began in February after Imagine was selected as a finalist in United Utilities Innovation Lab. The Canadian team were given access to the ward firm's huge wealth of data, systems and expert knowledge to incubate their ideas and help shape their technology for the UK and European water markets. Imagine's artificial intelligence platform, called Harvey, can assess vast amounts of data on a wide range of factors such as weather, demand for water, pump performance and electricity prices. This is used to help make decisions on the most cost-effective and efficient way to run pumps, 
detect purse pipes and minimise the risk of discoloured water. In the 12-week trial, which took place across Oldham and Greater Manchester, Harvey demonstrated energy savings of 22%. United Utilities now plans to deploy the artificial intelligence platform in phases across the whole northwest region by the end of 2019. By 2030, 80% of heritage financial services firms will go out of business, become commoditized, or exist only formally but not competing effectively, according to Gartner. These firms will struggle for relevance as global digital platforms, fintech companies and other non-traditional players gain greater market share, using technology to change the economics and business models of the industry. Speaking at Gartner Symposium IT Expo 2018 on the Gold Coast, Australia, David Furlonger, Vice President and Distinguished Analyst at Gartner, said banks face a growing risk of failure if they continue to maintain 20th century business and operating models. Digital transformation is largely a myth as institutional mindsets, processes and structures stand firm, said Mr Furlonger. Established financial services providers will have to move faster on digital business by building digital platforms or by finding niche products and services to sell on others' platforms. A new report from the Capgemini Research Institute finds that in the majority of companies, automation is not yet meeting executives' desired goals of increased productivity. The study, Upskilling Your Workforce for the Age of the Machine, Why a Workforce Upskilling Strategy is Key to Unleashing Automation's Productivity Potential, reveals that while automation does increase productivity to an extent, the key to reaching its full potential is by appropriate upskilling of the workforce. The research, based on a survey of 800 executives and 1,200 employees from over 400 large organisations, also suggests that enterprises with a 50,000 strong workforce or more who have advanced in the full-scale running of upskilling programs can expect to save around $100 million more per year than companies that do not upskill or are yet to upskill their employees. When asked to name their main reasons for undertaking automation initiatives, 37% of respondents said it was to improve workforce productivity, the most popular motivation after improving quality. Yet 58% of executives and 54% of employees so that automation had not yet improved productivity in their organisation. This was especially marked in Sweden, the United States and China, where 66, 64 and 61% of executives respectively said automation had failed to enhance employee productivity. Moreover, employees in most countries agree with the opinions of executives on this point, with the exception of India, China and France. Barracuda Networks has released key findings from a new global research report, Security, Connectivity and Control, The Challenges and Opportunities of SD-WAN. Commissioned by Barracuda, the study surveyed IT leaders and networking and security professionals to learn how widespread SD-WAN deployments are, how organisations are deploying them and what benefits and challenges they're seeing. Overall, the study indicates that SD-WAN deployments are increasing to address networking challenges resulting from the explosive growth of WAN traffic due to high demand for cloud applications and services. Security remains a top concern for an overwhelming majority of IT leaders as they consider upgrading to an SD-WAN solution. Highlights of the report include Networking challenges are more common with current WAN setups SD-WAN deployments are on the rise Security is a top priority when choosing an SD-WAN solution, and SD-WAN offers improved security and lower costs. Please do check out part two of the podcast and the IBM Red Hat special. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.